I'm Jane Copier, and you're listening to Happy in the Middle, a podcast for Christian women who want to make the second half of life the best half. This podcast is all about helping women to reignite their spark and step into their divine power in order to create deep and connected relationships and also find that fulfillment and satisfaction they crave. So if you're ready to grow, join me and learn how you too can overcome guilt, resentment, disappointment, and enjoy the fruits of creating a life well lived. Let's go. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast in episode number 20, how to put an end to the drama. I always want my content to be highly useful and helpful for you. And as I've been considering what to do for today's show, this topic just felt like the right one. Becoming emotionally mature and independent is absolutely life-changing. I've seen it firsthand. I've seen it in my own life. I've seen it in the life of hundreds of my clients that I've served over the past five years. So I'm so excited to share this content with you today. But first, a huge thank you to Jetski26 for leaving me a review in iTunes. She titled it the best midlife resource ever. And she said, I'm so thrilled to have this podcast and Jane, sorry, and coach Jane as a resource during this major transition time in my life. Midlife is no joke. And I'm so glad I don't have to navigate it alone. I can't wait to share it with all my friends in this stage of life as well. Highly recommend it. Thank you, Jane. Thank you so much for this. I really want to acknowledge you for seeking the help you need to make this transition better for yourself and also for sharing it with other women in your same boat. We need each other. Some of the best help and advice I've ever received in my life has come from my close friends, and I will be forever grateful to them. And you can be that friend for someone else too. Would you do me a quick favor and just think for a moment, who can you share this with today that needs this help? If you hit the three dot menu at the top right corner of the podcast player, you can copy the link to this podcast and just text it to your friends. It's so easy. And they will remember that you were the one who made the difference for them. Okay, let's get to our topic. I want to start by sharing a personal story with you. When I was 14 years old, our family was making a move from Arizona to Utah My dad was driving the big old moving truck. We'd spent the whole day before um, loading up the truck. We got very little sleep that night. Um, My mom was driving our family van and I was in the passenger seat in that van, which meant then that my brother, Eric, who had recently turned 16, needed to drive one of our cars. So he and his friend and our colleague, Trina, We're in the car ahead of us on a two lane highway in the middle of nowhere from Arizona between somewhere between Arizona and Utah. I don't even know geographically quite where we were, but I was sitting, as I said, in that passenger seat of the van and my brother was driving ahead of us. And to our horror, we watched as my brother's car drifted into the oncoming lane, barely missing a huge semi-truck. He kind of went between semi-trucks. Then he went off the other side of the road and rolled several times. I just remember my mom screaming. She was laying on the horn, honking the horn. We were just freaking out, but so powerless to help. Well, she pulled over as quickly as she could. And I remember, I didn't even have shoes on, but I remember running across the freeway as fast as I could and then booking it to the car, running as fast as I could. And then when I got about a hundred 
maybe a hundred feet away, I was slowed down because I realized that I might see something really horrific. I didn't really know what to do. I was, I, I was so panicked. I just kind of remember freezing in my tracks going, oh my gosh, what am I going to find when I go see this? The car was resting on its roof and it was just mangled, really just mangled. And miraculously, we watched as both my brother and his friend crawled out of the broken windows and they were bruised and shaken and really, you know, in pan- in shock and panic at that point, right? We spent some time picking the glass out of their skin and the things, but no major injuries. Even our sweet collie, our sweet dog, Trina was okay. There were so many miracles that day. Um, I wish I could tell you the whole story, but actually I'm going to share just a little bit with you. Um, right before my brother fell asleep, he, um, his friend had said, oh, I'm going to lay my seat back and take a nap just barely before. So he just barely reclined his chair and the roof where it had caved in from the fall laid right over him. Had he not done that, he really would have been killed. There's no way he would have survived that wreck. But um, he just, we just worked so hard with the move that he'd fallen asleep at the wheel. And it was just a terrifying experience. And it really does still haunt me a little bit today. I have a little bit of anxiety when I'm the passenger in a car and I don't feel safe. So um, anyway, my point in telling you this story is to illustrate the point that a lot of damage can be done when we don't stay in our own lane. Have you ever seen those big yellow construction signs that warn stay in your lane? (laughs) Well, I think they're awesome life advice that should be posted everywhere. I think they should put those up in restaurants and in shopping centers and at the gym and all the places, right? Stay in your lane. It's a great reminder, not just to keep us physically safe, but also an important metaphor to help us keep to to keep ourselves to ourselves, to mind our own business, to not get caught up in the drama that doesn't belong to us, or even to create more drama by sticking our nose in where it doesn't belong. When we spend our time worrying about other people, judging other people, assessing what they do, or evaluating the way that they live their lives, it can derail the progress that we want to make in our own life. Stay in your lane is wise counsel that will help us keep our focus on our own goals and our own improvement. Byron Katie is a world-renowned speaker and author, and she teaches about this concept. She calls it the three businesses. She says that in our life, there are three types of business, our business, other people's business, and God's business. And that we need to ask ourselves every day, whose business are we in? Have you ever thought to do this, to ask for yourself, whose business am I in right now? Katie says, much of our suffering and stress comes from putting our mental energy, thoughts, projections, feelings into someone or something else's business. So check in with yourself for a moment. How often do you find your thoughts focused on the problems or choices that other people are making? Do you worry about how other people raise their children? Does it upset you when you see a child acting out and you don't like the way the parents are responding or maybe not responding? I find myself doing this sometimes when we're out at a restaurant or somewhere and I'm like, come on, get those kids under control, (laughs) right? All of us have lots of judgments. Um, Think about it for yourself. Where do you have judgment? 
Do you have judgment about how other people spend their money? For example, maybe your neighbor buys a new sports car or they take a lavish vacation and you happen to know that their finances are pretty tight. Does it bother you? What about the clothing or the styles people choose to wear? I have a few pairs of really comfy jeans with big old holes in them. I love them. And my mom absolutely hates them. <laughs> I try not to wear them when I'm around her because I know it bothers her so much. But truly, like, where do you allow yourself to be upset or bothered because of something else someone else is doing, right? Do you allow yourself to be bothered by other people's choices? Maybe you're bugged by the way some people style their hair, how they spend their time, or whether they um, are using substances that you don't think are healthy, right? Do you fret about other people's life choices? Do you fret about their relationships, their spirituality, and the way they worship or they don't worship God? Our brains love being right, even more than they like being happy. So in a competitive society like the one we live in, people really value the, their own opinions and they try to force them on others. We especially see this in politics right now. And I think after the past four years that we've had, and even maybe the past eight years, right? We're all kind of sick of it, right? Isn't it time that we all stayed in our own lane? When we feel compelled to offer what we might think is much needed advice or feedback to someone else, we're wandering out of our own lane and into theirs. That is other people's business. So let's switch lanes for a moment. Let's talk about God's lane. What is God's lane? Well, if you worry about the weather, if you worry about earthquakes or floods or pandemics or wars, if you worry about anything that God has control over that we do not, once again, we're swerving out of our lane. That is God's lane. It is his business and no amount of our worrying will change it, right? We have no power in this lane and it's a waste of our precious energy and resources to worry about them. So what is it about humans that we are always trying to fix things? Have you noticed that we want to change things, fix things, especially people? This is often a real problem in marriage. Far too many of us consider ourselves to be our spouse's self-improvement coordinator. <laughs> Have you ever worn this hat? Right? So many of us do this. We offer unsolicited tips, a little suggestion, a little critique here and there in hopes that they'll just try a little harder or be a little better, be a little more motivated or quit a bothersome habit that's driving you crazy. And my friends, when we do this again, we are definitely out of our lane. This creates drama. This creates resentment. No one wants to be someone else's improvement project. We all want to be loved for who we are without conditions. And when we're not, we build defensive walls that cut off our connection. So this swerving out of our lane seems to be a bit of an epidemic in our world. It creates a lot of drama in our society. Our family has always been heavily involved in sports. My husband and I were both collegiate athletes football for him, volleyball for me, and our kids played sports as well. And I have seen this swerving into others' lanes so many times in this arena. I have watched so many fans swerve out of their lanes by yelling at the officials, arguing with other fans, screaming at the players. It can be a hot mess. 
And in the heat of the moment, in that swerving, people do things that they later regret. They get kicked out of games. They get in fights. They embarrass their family and their friends. Um, I remember a time when I was coaching a club volleyball team. It was actually my daughter's club volleyball team. And I once had a parent come at me during the middle of a match demanding that I give their daughter more playing time. They kind of made a fool of themselves, if I'm being honest. And their daughter was so embarrassed by the scene that they made. Um, but after the game, I met with this man and reminded him that this was an elite level team, different from Little League, where everyone was guaranteed the same amount of playing time, right? I showed him how we statted every single practice. We statted all of their performance during practice and that those stats determined the playing time for each player. So once I showed him the stats for his daughter for that week, he did understand. He sort of um, half-heartedly apologized, but the damage was already done. He couldn't take back the scene that he'd made. He couldn't change the thoughts and opinions of all the people who watched it happen. And he did that harm to himself. He'd managed, had he managed his emotions and stayed in his lane and approached me at an appropriate time, all of that drama could have been avoided. So think for a moment, are there areas where you are swerving? Whose lane are you spending time in that's causing drama for you? Creating a happy marriage and healthy relationships with our family and our friends requires us to stay in our own lane and on our own path. For some reason, it's the tendency of the human brain to feel like we own the whole freeway. But I want you to imagine the utter chaos we'd experience if everybody drove that way, if there were no lines and we just went back and forth wherever we wanted to go. Um, recently, when I was in Europe, this was kind of the situation. There were some roundabouts and things that there weren't any lines and people were just crossing over in between. And it was very confusing and very scary to be driving that situation. We need those lines. We need the rules of the road to protect us from harm and to keep the other people on the road safe as well, right? Those lines are necessary. And it's the same thing for our brains. Sometimes our brains don't think it's very interesting in our own lane. So we're tempted to shift our focus to other people. So if that's the case, it's time to make your own life more interesting. And you can do this by focusing on your own objectives, your own goals, your own progress, and your own emotional health. There is so much work for us to do to grow and become the people that God intends us to be, the person God intends us to be. None of us should have any time for swerving. And yet perhaps that's another reason why we do it. Because remember how our lower brains really like to conserve energy? Personal growth takes effort. So we're tempted to swerve in order to avoid doing that heavy lifting of our own growing and becoming. So just be onto yourself when you find yourself out of your lane. Ask yourself, why am I here? What is the payoff? Or what is the story I'm telling myself about why I'm in someone else's lane? Consider what are you avoiding in your own life by consuming yourself with other people's issues? Staying in our own lane means taking responsibility for our own actions, for our own emotions and our own well-being. And it also means letting go of control. Trying to control other people or the outcomes outside of our control 
only leads to our frustration and our stress. It makes life miserable. It causes drama. Staying in our own lane also means setting up and incorporating healthy boundaries by knowing our limits, expressing our needs, and respecting the boundaries of other people. And when we do stay in our lane, it's easier to treat ourselves with kindness and understanding, especially when facing difficult challenges or setbacks. When we, t- when we tend to our lane, we nurture ourselves emotionally and mentally. We take care of those little areas that need our help, which makes it so much easier for us to navigate life's ups and downs with greater resilience. And it gives us inner peace. It is the most freeing thing in the world. So take a look, see where you're swerving and make a course correction if needed. You've got this mama. By the way, have you booked a free call with me yet? If not, what are you waiting for? These are so fun. And I just love having conversations with you. It helps you gain so much more clarity around what's going on for you. And we always give you a clear plan for exactly how to move forward and become much happier. I would love to talk to you about your situation. My scheduling link is in the show notes below. So do yourself a huge favor and get one scheduled for yourself today. Okay, my friends, that's it for today. Have a great week and I will see you next time with more. Hey, if you are ready to get unstuck and make your midlife amazing, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And I want to invite you to join my Empty Nest Academy, where you will learn how to transform your mind, your relationships, and your life. Come free yourself of regret and disappointment and be so much happier. Listen, sis, we've got one shot at this big, beautiful life. Let's make it amazing. Go to janecopier.com, that's J-A-N-E-C-O-P-I-E-R.com and sign up today. And if you're not sure what's right for you, book a free consultation with me and we'll talk it over together. And we'll make sure to get you on the path that serves you the best. See you inside.